Welcome to From the Front Porch, a conversational podcast about books, small business, and life in the South. It's a widely known fact that most moms are ready to kill someone by 8.30 a.m. on any given morning. On the particular morning of Tuesday, October 8th, I was ready by 7.45. If you've never had to wrestle a two-year-old slathered in maple syrup into a diaper while your four-year-old decides to give herself a haircut in time for preschool, all while trying to track down the whereabouts of your missing nanny as you sop off coffee grounds from an overflowing pot because in your sleep-deprived fog you forgot to put in the filter, let me spell it out for you. I was ready to kill someone. I didn't really care who. El Casamano, Finley Donovan is killing it. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. And today I'm joined by my frequent co-hosts and friends, Juliana Helms and Courtney Kinsey for an episode of Casting Call. Every few months, Juliana, Courtney, and I brainstorm our dream cast for a recent book we loved. And Juliana then allows readers to vote for their favorites on her Instagram at Juliana Reads. This week, we're casting Finlay Donovan is Killing It. Hi, Juliana. Hi. And hi, Courtney. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this one. We, um, I think Courtney and I read it a while ago. Juliana, you finished it in time for our episode. Can you give us an overview of the synopsis of Finlay Donovan? Yeah, absolutely. When stressed out single mom of two and struggling novelist Finley Donovan is overheard recounting the plot of her latest suspense novel to her literary agent, she is mistaken for a contract killer and inadvertently accepts an offer to dispose of a problem husband. The only problem is, Finley is very much not a trained killer, but she very much needs the money, and soon finds herself in a deep hole of murder investigations, mafias, and deception. Oh, so fun. Okay, so... This is our first time to do this in a while, but Juliana, why don't you remind everybody kind of how we do this? Because I never remember how a snake draft goes and I just do what you guys tell me to do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So we go into this blind, meaning that we don't know each other's picks ahead of time to try to get kind of a natural reaction from each other. And we each have separate Google Docs, but we have photos in case we're not really sure who each other are talking about so we can reference that. But we do it snake draft style, which is I will go first, Annie, you're going to get stuck in the middle, and then Courtney will go. And then the next round, Courtney starts us off, Annie's in the middle, and then I'll be at the end. So I can start us off by describing our first character. So our first character is Finley Donovan. She is a 31-year-old suspense novelist and mother of two. She is plucky and resilient, but has some faulty intuition. And so I will go with my first choice. Okay. I'm I'm struggling with this one a little bit, and, and y'all will know why when I reveal this, <laughs> because I'm not really proud of myself on this one, but it feels perfect. Uh, so my pick is Anna Kendrick. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So Wow. Um, I, you went there. I'm on the record. Yeah. I, I'm on the record, I think even as recent as the last episode, of waxing poetic about why I don't really like Anna Kendrick. Um, <laughs> I feel like she kind of plays the same character. I don't feel like she picks the best 
movies to do. Uh, but that feels perfect because I feel like Finley Donovan in this book has some really questionable choices that she makes. <laughs> and I could, I could actually see Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I could see Anna Kendrick being her in real life. So um, just thinking about some of the scenes throughout the book and some of the scenarios that that character finds herself in, Anna Kendrick immediately came to mind. Uh, so yeah, that was my pick. Annie, who was your pick? Okay, so I appreciate the Anna Kendrick move. I'm with you. I find her give or take, but I do see where you're coming from in terms of like likability and decision-making because Finley Donovan really does make some questionable decisions <laughs> in this book. I went a different direction. I went with Elizabeth Olsen. So oh. I really am rooting for her. I actually loved her first in Liberal Arts, which is a movie she did many years ago, it feels like now. And I just, and I'm going to say this with a couple of my casting selections, not to give spoilers, but I just don't want people stuck in the Marvel universe. Like, I just don't want these good actors and actresses stuck in the Marvel world. I also think yeah. Elizabeth Olsen has proven that she could handle a sitcom or TV show, which I think Finley Donovan, because it's going to be a series, could be a miniseries or an episodic series of television rather than a movie. And so I think I would appreciate seeing Elizabeth Olsen in that role. I also picture Finley Donovan at the beginning of this book, just as like this harried mom. And I know mm. Elizabeth Olsen is pretty, but mm. there are times when she's really kind of unique looking. And I think she could pull off fairly disheveled. She recently dyed her hair brunette. And I just feel mm. like I did a lot of Googling. I had a lot of other options here, but I, <laughs> I think I, after much research and evaluation, I'm going with Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I So one of my favorite scenes is at the very beginning of the book, and that quote that you mentioned kind of alludes to it, but her daughter has chopped off her hair right before school. And so yes. she grabs duct tape and yeah. duct tapes it to her head. To her I head. could see Elizabeth Olsen doing that. I could. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's kind of the metric that I am measuring all these by is can they wield some duct tape in a lot of different <laughs> scenarios? <laughs> <laughs> in multiple scenarios and she's done yeah. the wandavision thing right so she kind of we've mm -hmm. seen her as a grieving woman like i don't know i feel like she can do a lot of things but i'd also like yeah. to see her in kind of a comedic role yeah 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 all right courtney who's your pick okay my pick is rachel brosnahan from oh, the marvelous yes. mrs Maisel. um i love her and i love marvelous mrs Maisel, but i want to see her in maybe something less um, would you call it historical marvelous mm -hmm. Mrs. Maisel? Like very yeah. retro, yeah. like very specific. I want to see her in something a little more up to date. I think mm -hmm. she can definitely pull off the motherly role, um, because in that show she has kids, although it's almost comical how <laughs> sort of detached she is from the kids. Um yeah. but if anything in that show, I feel like that's kind of her angle as a character is she's looks so put together in her life, but then she still has kids that are crazy and don't behave. So that mm -hmm. kind of fits into this Finley role. She's a really fast talker. I think she has shown a good range of emotions. She was also in the movie, I'm Your Woman, which was a lot more serious and kind of fits mm -hmm. that whole crime, like having to do things that are a little bit questionable, like we've said. So mm -hmm. I thought she would be a really kind of unique uh, actress for this role. And yeah. I would definitely pay to see Rachel Brosnahan in anything. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, um, and even in House of Cards, which was, to me, one of her first kind of breakout roles, she plays a really gritty character and really gets her hands dirty throughout the first few seasons of that show. So, yeah, I could I could definitely see her 
pulling that off. All right. We are off to a good do you start. Think, oh, I have a question. Yes. I, if, do you think in a previous timeline, Lorelai Gilmore slash Lauren Graham could have been Finley Donovan? I've been picking and choosing some Gilmore Girls episodes to rewatch this season. Mm-hmm. And she's got that fast talker. Because mm-hmm. Finley mm-hmm. Donovan just, it feels like she's just making stuff up as she goes. Yeah. Which definitely <laughs> feels Lorelai Gilmore vibes. Which is yeah. why the Rachel yeah. Brosnahan... I feel like Amy Sherman Palladino could write and direct Finley Donovan, probably. I think so too. I think that would be a great yeah. match. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I think it's just quirky enough in how it's written mm-hmm. that 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 could yeah that could be a good mix there. Yeah. yeah, good idea. I have several, and I think I say this every time. Anytime I'm trying to cast people in their 30s, and mm-hmm. this happens too when people send in suggestions for books that we're casting on my Instagram page, but. I am thinking people are in their 30s who are now like in their 50s, <laughs> 50 to 60. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah me too. So I, ha- I had several people in mind that like I went and Googled it and they're like 57. It's like, mm, yeah, that wouldn't work. So maybe we'll do like a throwback, <laughs> a throwback episode. I'll mention who that was in a second. <laughs> Look, like I'm telling you when, when you Google and Chris Evans is 40, you're like, oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. oh no, he's yeah. aging out. Oh. And he's not yeah. old. 40 isn't old, no. but he's aging out of these young 30-something yeah. roles. Yep. yep. Let's For hope sure. we all look that good at 40, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Speaking of youngins, uh, we have <laughs> next up is Vero. She is a 20-year-old accounting college student and nanny for Finley. She is an unwitting accomplice by the end, and she is bold and calculated. So, Courtney, you are up again. Me. Okay. I picked, and I am going to mess up this name so I apologize to her in advance for when she listens to this I'm gonna pick Ariella Bearer from The Runaways and that's mine Rebel. oh that's so great it's so good I think it's <laughs> it, perfect it never fails though we have at least <laughs> one, one overlap so yeah um I loved the show Runaways I remember being super surprised by how much I liked it and I really enjoyed her character in particular because she does play this very rough around the edges kind of goth girl, but she really cares about her sister. She cares about her family. And so I think that kind of plays into Vero's role of being like a cool babysitter. Like she's cursing, she's hanging out with this woman doing crimes, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But she still cares about these kids. And, you know, Mm -hmm. at the heart of her character, she is like a caretaker. So I thought that would fit really well with um, Ariella, Ariella, sorry, but, and I want to see her in more things too, because I think she is a really talented actress, but she hasn't been in a ton of things that I'm aware of at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. All right. So Annie, that was your pick too. Yeah. I do have an alternate, um, oh, okay. if you want, um, she, yeah. because I thought she was too old and I do think she is aging out. Cause one of the things I've actually found Vero to be one of my favorite characters in the book. Um, and I liked how young, but put together she was. And mm-hmm. it contrasted so well with, with Finley being older, but not having her stuff together. So mm-hmm. this actress might be a little too old, but she was the other person who came to mind when I was mm-hmm. researching. And that is Melissa Barrera from In the Heights. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. she, and she almost looks like Ariella to me. And mm-hmm. cause both of them, I feel like I wanted Vero to be this person who sometimes could look put together and like an accountant and sometimes could look <laughs> like, you know, I help a hit woman in my spare time. And mm-hmm. so I think, and I really liked Melissa Barrera in, in the Heights and I mm-hmm. want to see her in other things. So she was my alternate. And we'll, so we'll go with that. Yeah. I That's like a good it. one. 
All right. So my pick for Vero was Sierra Ramirez from The Fosters. Mm. She's also in Good Trouble. Oh, yeah. uh, she she just looks really young to me, and and I feel like she's going to be like Selena Gomez, who I feel like is going to look young for potentially forever. She forever. kind of also has that that baby face look to her, but she's already played some some pretty intense roles. So I think that she could pull it off. Uh, she also looks like someone that would absolutely be a good babysitter for kids. Like she just. I don't know, looks fun and, and, um, and looks like she'd have a good time. So that was my pick for, for Vero, but I agree. She was one of my favorite characters, uh, in Mm -hmm. the book. Same. I love that you put that has to be good with kids, but would also help you shove a body in your trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's it. That's what she does. It is. I know. Isn't that what we all want in a friend? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> These Google Docs contain treasures, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so up next is Stephen. Stephen is a 34-year-old sod farmer, like grass sod. Uh, he is the ex... <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever called someone a sod farmer in my life, so I feel like I need no. to clarify what, yep. what word I was saying. Yep. Um, he is the ex-husband of Finley. He is selfish and condescending. So I'm up next on my pick on this. And this is one that I that I felt like I had the perfect casting. And then I realized that he was in his late 50s um, <laughs> is Billy Crudup from oh, yeah. The Morning Show, Ooh. Almost Famous. I just feel like he has that perfect like smarmy ex-husband yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to buy the kids affection personality. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I obviously couldn't go with him because that's a little too old. So instead, I chose Josh Bowman from Revenge. <gasps> Yes. Oh. Yeah. So he played Daniel Grayson in Revenge, which I feel like is kind of a similar character in this and that you don't quite trust him. And, you know, you know, he's got an ulterior motives for everything that he does. Um, he's not been in a whole lot of stuff that's been big recently. Uh, so I kind of want to resurrect him. Did, did you realize that he married his his co-star from Revenge? Him and Emily Van Camp were married. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that until I started looking at pictures of him. But yeah, they're oh. they're married and, and have been for a while. So Oh, I had no idea. Anyway. Yep. All right, Annie, who is your choice? Okay. Mine is a little bit of a throwback as well. Mine is <laughs> Cord Overstreet from Glee <gasps> Fame. Oh. Wow, <laughs> that's good. Okay. I immediately pictured somebody who would be in the Bachelor franchise based <laughs> on looks alone. Cord Overstreet has a very punchable face. Mm-hmm. It, I think he could look with like some scruff and some hair. He could look like a farmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have not seen him really in anything since Glee, but once I figured this casting out, I could not let it go. I just felt like... <laughs> He just looks like he is a bachelor reject. No offense to Court Overstreet. I'm sure he's a great guy. (laughs) Sure, he's nice. But um, yeah, he looks like a sod farmer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in the the photo you have, which I'll use on the casting polls, but he's got on this jean jacket and the facial hair. So he doesn't look quite as young as I picture him in my mind, which again, we haven't really seen him since Glee, Mm -hmm. I feel like. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could totally see it. Yeah. Yep. I think he looks like a sod farmer is our pull quote. That's just <laughs> no context. That's Put just that the in the line. Instagram feed of the That's bookshelf the and see. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But then I feel like people are going to try to figure out if that's an initialism for something. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. What yeah. is that? Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> 
Huh. On that note, uh, Courtney, who was your choice oh, for the sod farmer? I am. Okay, mine's also a little bit of a throwback, similar era. I picked Jake McDorman from the show Greek. Did you guys oh. ever watch Greek? I've watched a few episodes, yes. Okay, so he played Evan, the rich fraternity president who dated the main character, Kelsey Grammer's yes. daughter. Yes. And he, I picked him because, I don't know why this came to mind. It was so random, but I guess I was thinking about with someone being in their 30s, I was thinking, okay, so who would have been on a teen show when we were college <laughs> age and like therefore now is more age appropriate yeah. for an adult type role? Yeah. And I just remember he played that whole kind of like annoying ex-boyfriend on that show, but husband in this scenario. Um, very mm-hmm. all-American look, like he could be a farmer, but he mm-hmm. plays condescending and um, you know, oh, I'm moving on to bigger and better things very well. And so I thought that would be perfect for this ex-husband character who has now married like Little Miss Perfect and kind of seems to have his act together or wants people to think he has his act together. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I agree. I think the vibe of this character is very much somebody who can play an ex, not a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and he to me gives off. You wouldn't want to marry that guy. You'd want to be divorced from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got away. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Well, speaking of Little Miss Perfect, um, up mm. next we are casting Teresa, who is a mid thirties real estate agent. She is the mistress slash new fiance of Stephen, and she is a bit smutty. So, Courtney, mm. you're up again. <laughs> Okay, um, we're going to have a little Glee reunion up in here because I picked Diana Agron from Glee. She played Quinn, the Mm -hmm. cheerleader who then gets pregnant. But Mm -hmm. on Glee, she's one of the super snotty characters, very, you know, protective of her image, popular cheerleader, captain, all of that. And so I could definitely see her being someone even this to me is like Quinn grown up. Like she grew up to be a real estate mogul and like there she's somebody's second wife. And like, you know, even for a young person in her mid thirties, like definitely has a certain image and is kind of a little bit cold and kind of manipulative. Someone that would be a good foil to Finley's kind of scatterbrained personality Mm -hmm. type. And so I thought she would, play that character really well because she kind of already has Alan Glee. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I kind of wish we had had more interactions between Teresa and Finley in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We we only see them together a couple of times. We hear about, Mm -hmm. you know, some historical things that have gone down. But I I do wish we had seen the two of them kind of pitted against each other a bit more in the book because I think and and maybe the movie version could pull that off because I'd like to see. um, True. I'd like to see that. So, Andy, who was your pick for Teresa? Okay, well, now I admit that I think Diana Agron is a good pick, but I went kind of similar, cold, manipulative, blonde, Amber Heard. (laughs) 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 So she's from Aquaman, but we mostly, well, I mostly know her from the tabloids. And so I really do kind of feel for her because I don't, and I don't know really anything about Amber Heard. I just know she and Johnny Depp continually made news over the last 10 years and so I don't even know I'm sorry to say I don't know how talented 
Amber Heard <laughs> is, but I'd be willing to give her a shot because I definitely mm-hmm. think she has the look. Yeah. Um, again, when I did some deep diving into her IMDb and her Wikipedia pages, I like that she's originally from Texas because for some reason I could picture this new wife, love interest for this sod farmer to be this like Southern belle with who can be passive aggressive and manipulative and perfect. And mm-hmm. Amber Heard really is beautiful, like with her clear skin and her blonde hair. So right. that was my pick. Yeah. She's got really good RBF too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which I feel like would be necessary. Um, yes. Okay. My choice for Teresa is Jillian Jacobs from Community. She's also in oh. the Fear Street movies. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I, she's one that I don't think has great name recognition. So definitely mm-hmm. check out the casting photos. But yeah, I could see her being a real estate agent and also a husband stealer. Um, she, she's just gorgeous. <laughs> and she, I'd imagine like if you're, if you're in a room full of people and you're just kind of scanning the crowd, your eye would stop on her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Teresa is definitely one of those types yeah. of people. So, yeah. Yep. That's a great point. Yeah. All right. So up next, we have Julian. Julian is a late 20s bartender and law student. He is a romantic interest of Finley, and he is a very kind and sweet gentleman. So I am up on this one. My choice for Julian was Aaron Taylor Johnson from Tenet. More recently, he's in the Avengers movies. He's Quicksilver um, and Nocturnal Animals. Uh, So the photo that I chose for this was very strategic because he's in a white button up. And I feel like (laughs) he, he's a guy I could see behind a bar with his sleeves rolled up pouring drinks. You know, Mm -hmm. I could just see it. Uh, So yeah, he was, he was my pick for Julian. What about you, Amy? Juliana, I came this close to also casting him. So well done. (laughs) He was my other choice. But I finally actually settled on Liam Hemsworth. So Mm -hmm. I understand. I get it. Everybody loves Thor. I am still stuck in the Hunger Games era where I never understood why Jennifer Lawrence would pick Josh Hutcherson over... Liam Hemsworth. I just still haven't let that go. And so I just want good things for Liam Hemsworth and I want him to get out of his brother's shadow. And I don't, I honestly don't know what else he's doing. So why Mm -hmm. not play a bartender with this really great head of hair? And Mm -hmm. I think he and Elizabeth Olsen would look really good together. I did my whole photo collage thing. I took a screenshot. I'll send (laughs) Mm -hmm. it to you guys. Uh, So I feel like they would look really good together. And I just really, I don't know. I really like him and I like Chris Hemsworth. I think that's fine. But Liam, to me, I've always really preferred. So Mm -hmm. I just would like to see good things for his career. Yeah, I would too. He is my most recommended male on casting. Really? For every role? For anything between the ages of 19 and 45, I'm at least going to I'm at That's least going to so have funny. a handful of people recommend him. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is well loved. So I could probably go ahead and call it on who's going to win this guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, but yeah, Maybe it's because it. we're all just, yeah. yeah, we're all just desperate for him for good things for him. Yeah. yeah. I just, think that's just fair. Just for Liam. Yeah. 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 All right, Courtney, who's your pick? Okay, mine is Chase Stokes. <laughs> I oh. feel so strongly about this. Every time we do one of these castings, I'm like, this is my ringer. Like, this is the person mm-hmm. I feel the strongest about. I pictured 
him from the very first scene with Julian in this story. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, l- let me explain a little bit. Let me fight for Chase. First of all, <laughs> Chase, did you know, I think I've told you, Chase and I went to high school together. Oh, yeah. I did not right. know yeah. this. Yeah. So Chase is in my former classmate. So that's where we know him from. Just kidding. He's from Outer Banks. Please, John B. <laughs> uh, but here's why I liked him for this role. So the most that like you kind of learn about him is he's obviously good looking. He's got this really great head of hair. He's a bartender, but he's also a law student. And mm. I think that he pulls even just from Outer Banks, where he's mostly just like running around in tropical button ups. Um, I think that you really get a sense of like, here's someone who's pleasant to look at. You definitely flirt with him if he was your bartender at the bar. But mm-hmm. Then you start to talk to him and you think, oh, wow, this guy's really well-spoken. He actually has a little bit of like a deeper um, mm-hmm. depth to him. That was stupid. Yeah. That wasn't very deep of me to say, <laughs> but he definitely has a little bit more depth to him. He can keep a lot of secrets because he's used to hunting for treasure in the outer <laughs> banks. So I just think he would work really well in this kind of role where he's like sort of like flirting with this girl, but then, you know, she's asking him these weird legal questions to kind of like exonerate herself from potentially being incriminated. Like Mm -hmm. all of the things come together, I think work well with like his character and roles that he's had in the past. He could definitely be blonder if you put a little sun in, in that hair. Um, (laughs) It's already kind of light from again, running around the outer banks, but I just love him. And I want to see him in something more of like a, romantic role not so much like a teen action thriller mystery yeah. kind of thing but something where he can be like a real leading man that has a little bit of a softer side yeah somewhere he can be a grown-up for yeah sure. i mean he's 28 yeah. i had to look i was like how old is he because i thought maybe early 20s but 28 definitely could play a little bit younger oh, which yeah. i think is yeah. the requirement here so yeah 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 I can tell you worked very hard on that list of reasons, Courtney. Well done. Yeah, I told, I told you that was the one I really felt was like my most confident pick. Yeah. One you had to yeah. fight for, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, so our last character is Nick. He is a mid-30s police slash investigator. Uh, he is a co-worker of Finley's sister and eventual romantic interest and is clever and thoughtful. So, Courtney, who was your pick? My pick for Nick was Charles Michael Davis. He is probably most known for either the originals, which is the Vampire Diaries spinoff, but he was recently yeah. on the show Younger, which I love. Oh, yes. He plays Zane on Younger, who was Hilary Duff's kind of love interest for a little while. But he mm-hmm. has really good good cop, bad cop energy, which I think mm-hmm. you literally need in this role because... I thought reading the book, and I don't want to give too much away, but I thought maybe he and Finley were going to develop a some like okay. into something. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like he needed to be a little bit charming and flirtatious, but still be like a hard-nosed detective serious about his job. And you kind of get that in, you know, him following her around throughout the book and how he gets kind of just like pops up at random times when he's investigating um, her case and all those things. So I really like him. I haven't seen him in many other things besides those two shows. So I think this would be cool for him to be in maybe more of a movie setting. Or like Annie said, if this was to be a series, I think he would still be a great fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I read the synopsis for the second book last night, and it sounds like that character is back in the second book. 
Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. they were really building it up to be, because I definitely got kind of love triangle vibes. Yes. And I think we're going yeah. to see more of that in the next oh, book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. All right. Annie, who is your pick for Nick? Okay, I'm worried this is too obvious, but I just wanted to go with my heart, and that is Michael B. Jordan. Oh, <laughs> uh, always. Always. Look, I just feel like he can play a hot cop. Mm, we recognize yep. him from Friday Night Lights, from Black Panther. But again, Finley Donovan, to me, sa- seems like it could be a quirky, snarky comedy, dramedy mm. situation, which we haven't given Michael B. Jordan. Like, he's done mostly dramatic yeah. things. I think he's done a couple of funny things, but... I'd like to see him doing something fun and funny. And I'd also, again, think he would have great chemistry with Elizabeth Olsen because like Courtney, I definitely pictured some kind of sexual tension and having to choose between Liam Hemsworth and Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. really feels like a Sophie's choice I'd wow. like to see played out. Yeah. Right? I would not be able to choose. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, I again, worried it was obvious. I had a backup just in case, but I just really like him and kind of would like to see him do something kind of fun and funny. Awesome. That's yeah, great. that's Yeah, that those two uh him and Liam, that would yeah, that would be a tough one. Right? Um, okay, so <laughs> my my choice for Nick was Corey Hawkins um bringing back Ooh. up uh in the Heights, he's Benny yeah. in, in the Heights. Um, he was also yes. in Straight Out of Compton and a couple of other movies. So um, I love him. And in the Heights, um, I think that he can play kind of that softer side of, you know, let's make sure you're safe, you know, mm-hmm. worried about you, but also mm-hmm. the, you know, we need to get down to business and figure out what's happening here. So uh, yeah, here's my pick. Oh, I really like yeah. him a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked him in, in the Heights. So I think that's I a good pick. I did too. Yeah. I agree. All right. I think that, I think that's a pretty solid list we've got. It's going to be hard to Yeah. Choose. I feel good about that. Yeah. And not too much overlap. I mean, a couple of picks mm-hmm. maybe, but I think that was pretty good. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Well done. <laughs> so Juliana, tell us how, if you are listening to this episode and you read Finley Donovan, or even if you didn't read Finley Donovan, but you liked our descriptions and you enjoyed kind of playing along by listening, how can people vote for these casting picks? Okay, so the Sunday following when this episode airs, you will be able to go to my Instagram page on at Juliana Reads. Annie typically shares it as well from her Instagram. So if you follow Annie, um, just look out on Sunday for a link over to my page. I will have casting polls where you can choose between our three different options. And then Wednesday after the polls expire, we will put the results up. Hooray. This is very fun. And can we just tentatively in our brains imagine that Amy Sherman Palladino has created this miniseries? Oh, Always. 100% on board. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having, having us. us. From the Front Porch is a weekly podcast production of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in South Georgia. You can follow The Bookshelf's daily happenings on Instagram at bookshelfteville, and all the books from today's episode can be purchased online through our store website, www.bookshelfthomasville.com. A full transcript of today's episode can be found at fromthefrontporchpodcast.com. Special thanks to Dylan and his team at Studio D Production for sound and editing and for our theme music, which sets the perfect warm and friendly tone for our Thursday conversations. This week, I'm reading Smile by Sarah Rule. 
Juliana, what are you reading? I am reading Rabbits by Terry Miles. And Courtney, what are you reading? <laughs> I'm reading The Dating Plan by Sarah Desai. Oh, is that good? Yeah, it's good. Did you read the first book, The Marriage? I did not. Game? Marriage Game. It's so cute. It's one okay. of my favorite romantic comedies of this year, for sure. And so oh, this is okay. the sequel. Okay. If you liked what you heard on today's episode, tell us by leaving a review on iTunes. Or if you're so inclined, support us on Patreon, where you can follow along as Hunter and I conquer a classic, and you can participate in monthly lunch break Q&A videos. Just go to patreon.com forward slash from the front porch. We're so grateful for you, and we look forward to meeting back here next week.